Hey everyone, and welcome to the Healthy is Hot podcast. I'm your host, Chloe Wild, entertainment reporter by day, sweatpant connoisseur by night. From hashtag to movement, we believe that loving all sides of you is what's healthy, and healthy is hot. Join us as we have raw, real conversations with badass individuals living passionate lives, thriving to make their dreams come true, and diving deep into how they got to where they are. And the best part? How health is a key component of all of it. From the highs to the lows, we get into it. From fitness to mental health to aspirational careers, get ready to be inspired. Also, we don't hold back. There might be swearing, there's definitely going to be some laughing, and hopefully you can take something away from these conversations to live your best life, to live your healthy is hot life. One, two, one, two. Two, one. This is fun. I have, I have forced my boyfriend Benjamin to do this intro with me. Yep. Well, I feel like it's, I feel like it's fitting. Today was the half marathon. Yeah, I, I didn't do it. You did not, but you were my number one cheerleader. Well, I mean, you know, I've always been big in cheer squads. Um, you would have been a very hot cheer man. Well, you know. Top, bottom. Different outfits. <laughs> <laughs> you look super cute in one of those little skirts. I like tassels. You do, I'm, I'm surprised you don't have any on your bike. Um, how was your half marathon experience today? Um, yeah, I mean, it took a lot of effort. You know, I, I, I carbo-loaded for about <laughs> a, a couple of weeks beforehand. I've just been eating sort of as much pasta as I can, um, sugar, um, chocolate. Um, yeah, I'm really just trying to load as many carbs in as possible. Takes a lot biking around and, and um, cheering and drinking coffee. You know what? <laughs> You, I mean, your carbo-loading skills are next level. Yeah, I'm going to carry on for next year. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just going to kind of see what happens, what plays out. Are you ever going to run? Just carbo-load? Well, we'll see. We'll see. One okay. step at a time. You know, you've got to carbo-load before you run. That's the whole thing. I'm going to teach you some things. Obviously, don't, uh, you don't pay attention. I don't think I've been carbo-loading right. No, no, I no. I think you've been carbo-loading enough for both of us. Yeah, I'll show you. I really appreciate having you there today. All lulls aside... Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, you know, it was fun. It was insane. There was so many people. I wanted to die at some points, but then I'd come and there'd be Same. a cheer squad. You wanted to die? I'm sorry. Was it difficult biking to two different cheer spots? I'm going to have to cross the road. It took 45 you, minutes. Well, I'm sorry. Some of us were out there running a race. Yeah, that was the problem. That's why I couldn't cross the road. <laughs> Are you throwing shade to runners right now? No, I mean, I love runners. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone in between i one time convinced ben oh, i didn't actually convince i made him do a 10k with me yeah, and you he, signed me up without I, my permission yeah i signed him up that's the beauty of, of being in a committed relationship you can force the other person to do things yeah you do mostly what you don't like want to do. a 10k <laughs> you hated me so i feel like this was a better role for you and you were very supportive and i appreciate that that's me i'm a very supportive <laughs> person you're ridiculous. I can't believe you're actually on the microphone right now. Yeah, well, I was doing something else and you just put a microphone in my I thought face. it'd be fun to have you on the podcast. This is amazing. You're going to be on all the intros. Well, I don't do much else. so <laughs> <laughs> Just paint sides of buildings around the world. Yeah, you know. How proud are you of me for today? Very. Show me your love. Um, how? <laughs> I made you dinner. You didn't eat it. <laughs> no, I ended up having Rice Krispies Chris for dinner. I know, so it was great though. But I did all the washing up, so that's cool. Okay, so basically, Ben's boyfriend of the year, everyone. At least of today. 
at least of today. And yesterday you came with me to treatment. I like I'm so happy with my half marathon time, but yesterday I could barely walk. So I went for treatment, except we were supposed to have quality time. So I brought him to my Cairo and acupuncture appointment. Yeah, I just came with while somebody else put lotion on you and fucked <laughs> you up. It was not feeling up. It's medicinal. Well. I could walk after. Well, is this got, how you really feel about hands. me going? Is this how you really feel about me going? Dr. Tony's got the touch. <laughs> Dr. Tony, we love you. I liked you. it. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're ridiculous. I need to get off of this. This was supposed to be introducing this podcast episode. Well, I listened to it. It was great. Yeah. You hear you heard me edit. Yeah. Well, I heard the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, anyways, that's enough of Benjamin and I rambling. But we got a pretty good episode. I'm saying we because now you're part of the team. Yeah. I mean, any time, you know. This um, this episode's my first threesome, Ben. Yeah. Well, you know, first of many. <laughs> it's going to be me, Nicole, one of our writers, and Rachel, who's a fellow podcaster and blogger. So enjoy. And Benny, you've just been hired. Yeah, well, I mean, I hope the paycheck's in the in the mail. <laughs> you can get treats. All you, right, deal. You can have a bite of my next Rice Krispies Square. Okay, bye. Um, all right, bye. <laughs> um, I'm really jazzed right now because this is actually the first time there's been three people. So cool. Yeah. I had like a panic attack this morning when I was packing up my gear and I was like, do I have three microphones <laughs> and three cords? Like, did I imagine that I had that much gear? But we're good. Yes. We're good. We're all each we're holding our microphones. It's all recording. Awesome. So I feel like so everyone recognizes everyone's voices. Why don't you guys actually go ahead and introduce yourselves? Oh, me first? Yes. Okay. Um, my name is Rachel. I am Freedom Rachel on Instagram. And I am, I guess, like the creator of a platform called Gluten Freedom and most recently Freedom School. I want to hear all about that. Not to mention, you're also... Oh, and I'm also a podcaster. (laughs) You know what? I got you. Don't worry about it. I always forget, like, my podcast uh, co-host and I, like, always blank on the thing that we share together. Anyways, also also a co-host of the Vibe Tribe Wellness Podcast. Which is why, when she said Vibe (laughs) vibe, Tribe, I lost my shit. Many things. On brand. Yes. And then, of course... I mean, you need no introduction to me, but I feel like to our listeners. I will introduce myself. I am Nicole, and I am a HIH contributing writer, and I'm also a social media coordinator at Discovery Canada, so I work under Belle with Chloe, so, you know, we don't run into each other into the halls, but we do get to say that we technically are in the same family. Yes, we are, in more ways than one. Yes, exactly, right? So it's a nice little... uh, combination i guess you could say okay real talk nicole has been with me on this <laughs> hh journey since like the very beginning like yes. real talk yes. probably one of the very first writers yeah. um is such a badass wanted to start her own like weekly series which is how you came into the mix oh, yeah. with hih yes and thank you for that of course with, it's it's brilliant it's called how i get shit done h-i-g-s-d yes. oh yeah and I love it because you feature really badass people and just break down how they get through it. Because I feel like we all think of people who we deem really busy. And yeah. prime example, Beyonce. Well, Beyonce only has 24 hours in the day. So she gets it done she with a does. lot of help, sure. But then there's a lot of amazing people that I know right here in Toronto where I'm like, I don't know how they do it all. And I love that you came up with a series and you were just like, let's break it down. Let's make it yeah. so that other people can feel that it's feasible yeah. to do a lot of cool stuff in a single day. 
Right. Like I, that's basically why I started it. I was with my friend one night. We were just having dinner and she was super busy. She was working full time, but she was doing this side business of jewelry making. And it was like so cool to like listen to her talk. She was lighting up, but she was talking about how busy she was and how like no one really was understanding how she couldn't just hang out like all the time that she was busy doing her job and all this. And I was just like, how do you how do you manage that all in one day? Like, I, I don't even understand. And I kind of was like, well, I guess I'm in that same boat, too. I'm writing for HIH. I'm working a full time job. Um, I was also in school at that time. So I was like, maybe I could like talk to people about this. Like, it was just like an interesting topic. And I come from journalism and I love interviewing people. I don't mm. know what it is. I like love talking to people and asking them questions. I don't love talking about myself, but I like talking to people about them. So I just thought, you know, why not start this series and how I get shit done? I don't even know where I came, came up with the name, but it just worked <laughs> really brilliant. well. It's brilliant. And, yes. And everyone I tell it to, they're like, that's like that's an awesome name and I'm like yes it matches so well with healthy is hot and one day you're gonna write a book did I tell you this I had a dream that there was a book what and it was called how I get shit done and there was a star instead of the eye and like you know how there's all those series of books like yes I don't I can't remember but they always have a swear um, word calm the f down yeah 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 all those ones like I literally visualized a title like that And it was you as the author what? and you featured like all these amazing people from HIH and then oh throwing your own tidbit. Like legit, I feel like I feel like the, we're going to manifest it right here, right now. Yes. Because it's clear that you're super passionate about it, like and weekly. You're the queen of manifesting. So like it just well, makes sense, yeah, well, right? Gonna, it's going to happen then. We're solidifying it right yes. here. Yes. High vibe today. <laughs> I need you to break down manifestation for those that okay. think it's hogwash yeah. and some hippie dippy, I don't know, like not real thing, because I'm sorry if you were one of those people, we are here to change your mind because I swear to you, I yeah. have manifested so much stuff in my life. You have? Yeah. Yeah. I think, well, honestly, I think if everyone took away the term like manifestation and just thought of like things that I desired have come into my life. Like, that's manifestation. Mm-hmm. So, like, a dream job or a relationship or a friendship or, I don't even know, like, a free coffee. Like, I don't know, like, <laughs> little things. Like, that can be a manifestation, something that you've thought of uh, on a subconscious level and then all of a sudden it's, like, in front of you and you're like, wait a minute. Like, that's, you know, like, we're not even aware. So, okay, I'll break it down. Um, also, I wanted to say one thing about what you do or about the series you do, because mm-hmm. I think it's really inspiring for others who want to start a side hustle, mm. you know, for them to be like, oh, they can do it, but I can't. And right. so like you're breaking that down. And I think that's really cool um, because I think I know there's a lot of women. Well, I work with women specifically, but I know there's a lot of people who want to start that and they're just like, no, 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 I couldn't. Um, but yeah, and I, I feel like in this city. Yeah. So many people have side hustles. Oh, yeah. So many people. And that does require you to make a lot of sacrifice. Sometimes that means less friends. Sometimes that means being a shitty partner. Sometimes that means, you know, being more selfish and choosing going to the gym rather than being social. Whatever it is, having a side hustle on top of daily life comes with sacrifice, but it also comes with such amazing reward and fulfillment. And I think you're right. It can be super intimidating to kind of want to get in there. It's the great thing with the series and the great thing about like Toronto is a city and the people I know is everyone has a side hustle so if it's normalized now like let's celebrate it and let's also shine the spotlight on 
the badass people in this city doing For cool sure. stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I think like we're so multi-passionate these days. Like people don't just like one thing, you know, like you do mm. a multitude of things and you can do them all really well too. You know, finding that balance, it doesn't just have to, you know, and like, I think for a lot of people, they start a side hustle in a full-time job and then it can eventually become your full-time. And I mean, we could, a girl can do it, yeah, right? A girl yeah, can yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, okay. Anyway, so manifestation, I guess like, how do I want to break it down? Um, just because I had so much fun looking on your Instagram. Okay, cool. And I was like, ooh, ooh, she's talking. She's like, there's so many things that I want to like bring up and get her take on it. And like, I feel like manifestation kind of came okay. up organically. Yeah, okay. So definitely something that I've explored quite a bit over the past few years. My first introduction would have been the law, or sorry, uh, The Secret, which everybody mm. knows The Secret, right? right? Remember when that came out? It was like a phenomenon oh my god it was just i feel like a veil was lifted over all of our eyes and we're like wait we can be active participants in our lives oh, exactly people are like wait i can think something and then it can be okay so here's the thing with the secret yes i think it was great because it did give people this like um like you said like lifting the veil on this like idea that we can create the reality we live in what i feel like a lot of the most popular or well-known resources around law of attraction and manifestation really miss out on the key component of like really feeling and believing that it's possible for you because I think a lot of people start just walking around like saying like oh like I want a million bucks and I want you know the hottest husband and I want you know to live here and so like that's not to say you can't have all of those mm -hmm. things but simply stating something isn't enough like you have to believe it and really feel that vibration of it and like be able to even see it in your mind's eye like you know imagination uh from a young age is like celebrated and then when we become adults people are like you know that's that's like so immature child's that's play. like child's play right, right. so it's right. not encouraged but the thing with manifestation is like you need to bring out that childlike fun within you and get that excitable um feeling within you and really feel like oh my god this is actually possible for me and then being able to step into it and, and almost feel like okay yeah like it's coming for me and then the third component um so I'll step back one second um is to get really clear with it so for example like you could say I want more money and then next thing you know you find a five dollar bill on the on the ground and it's like that could be your more money <laughs> so like you got to be really specific because how the subconscious mind works is a, it's like kind of lazy like it it just wants to do the least amount of effort but it's your servant like it will do whatever you ask yeah. it to do but you need to be really clear with what that ask is so um getting that clear vision writing it out like seeing it or feeling it in your picturing it in your mind and then and like actually checking in like do I think this is possible for me and if it's something that feels like a bit of a stretch then like what's something else you could kind of aim for as like a middle ground and then once you've got that it's like okay if I can get this then I absolutely can get that and then the third part which again is really challenging for a lot of people um and where people who may be listening are like okay I've tried this thing it doesn't work it's hogwash yeah is the like fully then believing it's possible but then entrusting the universe to bring it to you and I think that is really challenging and something I'm I'm and I have been very guilty of is then being like okay so I want 
X number of dollars this month and then obsessively watching and and like <laughs> observing like okay well you know how am I going to make this money and when you obsess and obsess and obsess over it essentially you're signaling that you actually don't believe it's going to come to you right and you're not actually trusting that process so it does feel really hard to be able to just release it and allow it to come in, but that's kind of the magic of it. Um, and it's a practice. You have to have right. faith yeah. in the belief yeah. that you deserve yeah. what you are hoping to manifest. Yeah. Like right. you can't second guess what you're trying to manifest. You can't second guess yourself. Yeah. You can't second guess the universe or higher power, whatever it is that you believe in. You have to, it's this really kind of blind faith yeah. that it's gonna happen but you're so I like that you broke it down in the three things you have to be clear yeah I think the clearer you are the more like subconsciously we're gonna make the steps we need to take to Mm. get to that goal because once you start thinking about something it sets things in motion I feel because then it's in you're actually thinking about it so it's at the forefront of your mind maybe it'll be what you think about that day maybe you'll be start making small decisions that will lead you to that direction right have you ever manifested anything i mean definitely since i've like been introduced to rachel like i've been doing it more i think like i probably was doing it on like some sort of level but didn't know what manifesting was i've always like had just like dreams of like or goals i've always been like a goal setter so i think like on another level that's manifesting I guess you could say Mm -hmm. um but definitely been like dabbling in it you know the last few months just like really trying to believe in myself especially you know as I'm starting new ventures and things like that on my own I think that you need to believe in yourself and sometimes you can get so down on yourself but manifesting and things that you know Rachel talks about all the time I think really help and they're just little little tidbits that you can kind of add into your day that aren't difficult Mm -hmm. but you know you really get to know yourself a little bit better and Mm -hmm. yeah believing in yourself is not easy oh my god it's so hard it's not yeah you're going to like help believing yourself self-love right being able to like yourself like i all that stuff is a journey oh yeah Yeah. oh and it's like never ending it's not like you get to a point and then it's like okay i'm here great like everything it's like myself forever i know (laughs) i always say like new level new devil so like when we like get to that like that that next step in our life or that next phase in our life it's like cool like we have like a bit of like a grounding period where it's like per like amazing yeah but then all of a sudden it's like yeah with that level like you're then met with the the problems or beliefs or or you know self-sabotage that comes with that level of growth um and we're all like we're all privy to it it's not like no one is immune no one is immune (laughs) like no it's just like I think with the practice of like self-care self-love um you just get better at bouncing back or you get better at I think managing what you need to do to to honor you yeah and to give yourself that extra attention when you need it which is not always easy either which is not always easy especially if you are busy building yeah you know different things which both of you are I think we all are yeah I think sometimes it's so easy to give um to everyone or mm. to our projects and then we like we forget to check in with ourselves right it's like, i wonder why i feel so grumpy today <laughs> and i'm like oh, well probably need to eat or sleep <laughs> or do something for me yeah. Yeah. um you know be- just while we're on the topic of building projects you know you're building your youtube page you've got multiple mm. things going on including your podcast how are you guys finding um, being on this journey and staying true to what your original vision was and also dealing with those obstacles 
go first? Yeah, okay. Sure. Well, I mean, so I started my blog and my YouTube channel back in February. So it's still it's a baby. in the year. Yeah, it's still a baby. Yeah. So, you know, still in its first year. So I'm still learning every single day. Um, but I think just like managing it, managing it on a daily basis is not easy. I mean, we were talking about it before we started recording. It can be, you know, very time consuming to come up with content on your own. But I think that for me personally, like I just wanted to start something because I felt like I would just wanted to be creative again. Yeah. And healthy as hot, his healthy as hot really helped me be creative. But I just wanted that like video aspect mm-hmm. too. And mm-hmm. I think that, you know, because I come from that background, I just felt like it was like a calling almost so you know when I started it it was just like it was fun and it's still fun for me to record and and to edit and when it's not I just stop like I'm just like okay today is not my day like I'll just try tomorrow like I don't want to do something that I don't put my heart in and that I'm like frustrated making it so I think like just remembering that it's for me it's not really for anybody else um and remembering that like view count and all that stuff doesn't really matter Mm. it's just about like as long as I'm happy putting out the content it nothing else matters to me and I think that like you can attest to that as well it's just about what you're passionate about Mm -hmm. and what makes you happy and if it makes you kind of crazy because you're busy all the time (laughs) I I like being busy I personally (laughs) like being busy I like being productive it's just my personality so it that just in turn makes me happy so yeah it's been a learning stick curve. to your passion exactly uh-huh. yes stick to it and I know it's hard yeah. I know it's hard to not look at the views oh yeah social media in general yeah. it's just hard not to look at the numbers oh yeah but like the algorithms change all the time <sighs> yes like all yeah. the time yes so I think as long as you stick to creating stuff you actually give a shit about yeah exactly like that will carry you through and especially on youtube like people can smell bullshit yeah a thousand miles on instagram is a little bit harder mm-hmm. like you know but like in video like you're saying that you yeah know? well on instagram like people put up a facade like it's a yes. highlight i'm i'm guilty of it yeah I, on instagram stories i try to be very authentic but right. instagram posts like it's it's a really nice highlight reel some people are really good at balancing the real and the and the nice elements yes something i'm working on but youtube i feel like video content like that, I feel like yeah, it's it's so easy when pe- it's so easy to see when people are putting on a front, whereas like right. authenticity goes a long way. Right. So that's just something that I always have to remember yeah. is just be myself. It doesn't really matter what people say. You know, no one has ever said anything negative to me about being myself because I think they just know that I'm genuinely enjoying filming and making the content. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think it's just like being passionate about what you're making all the time. And if it's not, you know, fueling your fire, then you kind of have to keep moving to something that is, you know, Mm -hmm. and you have to be okay with moving on to that next thing. So, yeah. Is your fire fueled? My fire is super fueled. Is it? Oh, yeah. Extra fueled? Yeah, it's super fueled today or today, but it is today, but (laughs) lately. But it's interesting, like, to add to what you said, Nicole, like, I think up until a few months ago, the numbers were really getting me down. I think because that's just the nature of like Instagram. I that's the platform I'm on primarily. It's yeah. depressing. It is. It's, yeah. I wanted to shut it down completely. Oh, I was yeah. like questioning every single post, every single word. Totally. I was obsessively looking and feeling like 
crap. Yeah. And I think like you're not alone in that. Like so many people have that. And and I work with a lot of like young, like new entrepreneurs who like focus so much on the numbers. And it like hit me one day a few months ago and I was just like, why the hell am I focusing on something I have zero control Mm -hmm. on? Like I, I, the algorithm, nobody can control the algorithm unless you're buying a bot or whatever, but that's not authentic then. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, like I'm here to impact in and inspire and I had to really step back and like evaluate like what is my purpose with the platform I started off very differently when I was diagnosed celiac I started gluten freedom and it was so a lot of food focused but then I transitioned and now it's a lot more me and lifestyle and um you know just a lot more inspirational content and I like had to check in and be like, what, what do I want to do here? Like, what, what is my, what is my mission? And it is to inspire. It's in, to inspire anyone and everyone who crosses my page to like achieve freedom. And that can look differently for everyone. Yeah. So when I started to focus on the impact versus the number of it, like that, that changed everything for me. And I actually noticed that, yeah, okay, some of posts I feel bomb and yeah. I'm like, well, that was a good post and a nice photo, but whatever, <laughs> um, can't control it. But then, you know, consistently it's okay. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, you know, I, I need to remove the obsession with the number and just focus on the impact. And I think when I focused on that, it, it didn't matter the likes it mattered the quality of the comments I was getting yeah. or the number of people who would slide into my DMs be like, I really needed to hear that today. And that could be like, and I tell my clients this, I'm like, if you impact one person, that that's yeah. all you need. Focus on that one person because you know what? You blow someone's mind, they will tell someone else. And you know what? Then you blow two people's mind and then it grows from there and that's how your impact grows. And your audience doesn't have to, like we don't see this exponential growth overnight like Instagram used to have. So don't don't strive for that. Just strive for doing what you can and cultivate a community that it, it can be small, but it, it can be mighty. And I think that's more important, having that impact in what I consider influence yeah. than the numbers behind your account. Oh, so. I like your definition of influence. Yeah. Because I really, for, I hate the term influencer. Yeah. But if I think of impact, when I think of yeah, influencer, I think that really that shifts my perspective. And the, the like the icky feeling I have yeah. in my tummy goes away. And I'm like, well, I want to be that kind of influencer. Yeah, you want to have influence, yeah. but you don't. And I always like joke, I'm like, there's a difference between like an influencer, like a cute Insta Bay, and like someone who has influence and is yeah. impacting yeah. and inspiring. Like that's starting conversation. That. Starting yeah. conversation. I mean, I feel like you you had such an impact in the world of when it comes to gluten. Yeah. You know, like wh- like how did you end up figuring out that you were diagnosed a celiac? That is was, it something that developed? Yeah, actually, it did quite truthfully. But you know what? Like, and I've done a lot of research on autoimmune or like food aller- food allergies in, um, in particular. And a lot of them manifest, uh, manifest, <laughs> a lot of them come in, like come about as like a- actual allergies or intolerances when your body goes under crazy stress. Mm. So I feel like I probably, like I was always kind of that like sickly kid growing up, like belly aches and whatever. Um, yeah, I was just like, always <laughs> just like the kid with the stomach ache, you know, yes. like I was There's just always like one. the sickly one. Yeah. Oh my God, that was me. And I never considered myself that until I like look back. I'm like, oh yeah, that was me. Like always the one who's like, my tummy hurts. Oh my God. But like, it makes sense because I'm like, I probably was eating shit that I couldn't eat. But it wasn't until I was working corporate in a very stressful environment that like my health just started to really like 
I don't know it started to just get worse and worse and for the longest time like six to nine months I was going to specialist after specialist being like I'm sick like something's wrong with me going to like heart specialist and brain specialist because I just didn't know and it was really actually quite terrifying I can laugh about it now but at the time it was not cool yeah because you knew something was wrong with you but you just didn't know what and like they would just write it off as like you're young you have anxiety and I'm like yeah I do have anxiety but not because (laughs) I'm an anxious person like I'm like I'm ill so anyways I went to a naturopath and that's where it came uh, to be I know I'm so dramatic though and it was funny because my same doctor was just like okay like something like I was so persistent and I think if anyone listening feels like you may have some sort of problem going on like be persistent because the western medicine um like western doctors they they only diagnose based on symptoms that we're describing and sometimes we don't really know how to describe what we're feeling and they don't allude to things that like food or dietary restrictions so I encourage like seeing both the western medical doctor but also like seeking a naturopath is very like that was it was my naturopath at the time that like helped me so yeah when I found out I had uh, gluten intolerance I was like f my life (laughs) I can't eat pizza (laughs) goodbye everything bagels yeah I was actually like a relieved at first and then I was like but wait (laughs) I can't eat anything (laughs) yeah when did you get diagnosed this would have been in like 2013. Oh yeah, so this was wow. like before being gluten free <laughs> oh, yeah. was hot yeah. and cool and, and trendy, like trendy and like and cauliflower like crusts were a thing. <laughs> like you were OG. OG. Like oh yeah, like things were like getting better but not great. So um, and that was really it. Like I could find things, like I could find products at gr- health food stores. There wasn't gluten free sections in grocery stores yet, um, but. Uh, certain restaurants carried gluten-free alternatives and for me I love dining out like I loved that like that social dynamic and when you no longer can eat something that you know I love to eat and you know it impedes on your social life like I became kind of obsessed with finding ways to get around that yeah. so mm-hmm. that's where my platform came to be way back because um, yeah, gluten freedom was what I was seeking. Like I wanted to eat anywhere, yeah. travel anywhere, and still be able to eat and like not be that annoying friend. <laughs> uh, it's you know, gluten free. <laughs> like exactly, and I was like so embarrassed too. Like you know that person being like, oh god, like which is ridiculous go. right. because like, you shouldn't be embarrassed. Exactly. Again, it's something that you can't control. Yeah, and so that's what I. So I exactly. I then was like. I want to empower others to be able to dine out, know in advance what they can eat at a restaurant, and, like, what's safe for them. So that's where Mm. that platform came to be. And you know what? Like, yeah, I've seen amazing success with it. I'm not as active on it, A, because I feel like Toronto's kind of slowed down in the – like, there's a lot of amazing restaurants that accommodate, but I also feel like there's not – I don't know. Like, there was a period when I feel like there was – 10 restaurants opening a day like yeah. there was so yeah. many mm-hmm. and like really amazing restaurants and I feel like it's kind of tapered a bit yeah. um maybe maybe I'm just out maybe of your touch. taste maybe your taste maybe my taste yeah. of change yeah that too I remember at one point I was eating out like all Ugh. the time and like I went to my doctor I had like high cholesterol and I'm like <laughs> what the <laughs> he was like are you eating a lot of red meat and like eating out a lot I'm like kind of and I'm like oh my god this is like bad for my health because the other thing is gluten-free doesn't always mean healthy yeah right so like Yes, gluten-free can be healthy, but 
It's well, it's like I know right. a lot of vegans yeah. that are very healthy, and then I know a lot of vegans that eat like totally. crap, and like they're just like carb fiends. Yes. yes. Oh yeah, like exactly. And so I always look at it like you can have a, a lifestyle choice around if like you know a diet or whatever yeah. a dietary preference, but like there's a healthy way yeah. and an unhealthy way to do everything. Yeah. So, anyways. So um, have you found freedom? I've for sure found freedom, and you know why? Like traveling around the world now is like so easy gluten-free and in general i feel like freedom oh my god nowadays it's like you're, you're gluten-free no problem keto yeah, no problem right, yeah. Pinto, FODMAP, no problem, no problem. Yeah, yeah, like, like, what does it all mean that's so true <laughs> i don't know what all these acronyms are saying to me i think uh, i think uh, trying to go for freedom in anything is yeah. so like what a great yes. place to be i agree you know what's interesting is a lot of like so when i'm like onboarding uh, women to work with I, I have like a coaching practice and wait like a life coach I do like I call it mindset and success coaching mindset and success yeah coaching. Okay. so um when I onboard so like I have like a discovery call or I call it an alignment call um and I ask like the one of the questions I asked I forget how I phrase it but every single person says I want freedom whether it's financial freedom, whether it's freedom within your work schedule, freedom to travel, freedom to like live somewhere in the world part time, you know, like a couple months a year. Like freedom is the foundation of what I think we're all yearning for at the end of the day. Oh, that's deep. Yeah. But isn't it? Though? It is. Because yeah. if I think about the things that stress me out or the goals I have, it really does come down to freedom. Yeah. yeah. Like I would love to be able to live remote and work yeah, remote right but like in order to do that oh my gosh so much would have to change yeah but like having that flexibility and the freedom to do that and to still be able to do what i love yeah i mean wow, that would be the dream yeah, yeah. what what's on your freedom wish list nicole i mean i don't really know i feel That's like there's nothing wrong with not knowing there's gonna be one thing for sure i mean i would love to be able to work from home just to be completely honest like I would love to like work at my job that I'm at now and be able to work from home I I personally like feel like I thrive when I'm at home which a lot of people are like I'm you know I'm lazy at home or I don't work as well but I just I feel like when I get to work from home it's just like easier on my mind I work better I'm more productive I don't know what it is but offices they just too stuffy for me I don't know what it is and uh, yeah so yeah and my job is very corporate so like I probably won't get that with my job now but I mean like maybe in the future you know I could or maybe have you know potentially my own brand or business something like that right I think like be great to work for myself but I gotta get there first that's okay you're setting the seeds yeah Yeah. I feel like I'm still very young you know yeah exactly exactly (laughs) we're gonna water the seeds right here right now (laughs) with some charcoal lemonade yes a little bit of fairy dust but I I love I love hearing Rachel talk about it because it just like Makes me want to just like do everything that she's Well, you about. should just. I mean, I know. I, I don't want to call myself a matchmaker, yeah. but like I feel like you should. Ha- you should I bring know. her on as a coach. I, I keep. I know it. we've yeah. talked about yeah. it. It's just yeah. it hasn't been the right time, and like timing is everything. And oh yeah, I, we both know that things you know? happen when it's supposed yeah, to happen. Totally. Yes. yes. Um, I would love to get your take on one more thing, Rachel, if yeah, you don't mind. Um, because I think imposter syndrome is mm. something that runs rampant. And it, I think it's something that people kind of talk about and they go like, oh yeah, like I know what that feels like 
Like we go into work. I mean, most days I go into the office. And I'm like, I don't belong here. Oh, come on. Like, I did a, I did a. Chloe, I fangirl you by the way. Oh. Like yeah, yeah, I yes. fully fangirl you. By the way, fan. I mean, I didn't know if it was appropriate to say this, but like, I think you're doing amazing things, and like, yeah, just had to throw that in there. So my anxiety is yeah. so high right now. <laughs> Your okay. watch is telling She's you like, to have stop. a breath. Stop. I, stop. Stop. I mean, like, if I touch my heart rate right now, it's telling you to breathe. It's telling you, it's telling you to breathe. Um, it's gonna. Oh, it's trying to calculate. Um, no, but imposter syndrome is yeah. real. It's real. Like. Anytime I find myself in a big situation, oh yeah, I'm at 77 right now. <laughs> is that high for you? What's your resting? I'm like 58. Oh yeah, oh. mine's low too. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, yours yeah. is like <laughs> skyrocketing. Did someone just give yeah. me a compliment? It's time to get anxious. <laughs> Deflect. Did someone just make eye contact? All right, time to get anxious. Oh, it's going upward. <laughs> I need to calm down. <laughs> Look at this, guys. I'm so high. Um, it's okay, little heart. You'll go back down. Yes. But no, but sometimes I'm like, yeah. I don't belong here. Fair. I remember that the first couple years especially because I came from a science background at McGill, never mm. wanted to be on TV, never wanted to be in the public eye. And then life just kind of took a really wild and crazy turn. And then I found myself in this beautiful adventure. And I'm so happy, but the, especially the first couple years, I would show up and I'd be around all these like super outgoing personalities. Yeah. And they were my co-hosts on Much Music. And they had the like, cool style and colored hair. And like right. they knew the hottest music. And I was like, um, I uh, used to live on a dirt road and my, my neighbors were horses. And I really, <laughs> like, uh, I really like physiology. And I can tell you a lot about neurons. But I also really like emo music. Like emo music was like my cool card. But for so long, I was like, I really just don't belong here. And still, some of those feelings stay with me where like I'll show up one day and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing here, but I'm going to fake it till I make it. And like I always get through it because I think as humans, we're really resilient. And if you fake it till you make it, like I truly believe. And look where you are now. Yeah. But imposter syndrome is like a real thing. I was talking to Sophia Amoruso at this like tech Um, festival. I died. Like, like, casual. Uh, casual name like, I, I was like, wait, can we have a moment? So, yes, we can have a moment. So, basically, like, Sophia is the reason, like, I even wanted to start a podcast. Like, I've been obsessed with her since the Nasty Gal days. Yeah. Oh like, God. Jeffrey Campbell's, those, like, shooty kind of heels, break your ankle. But, like, she made those so cool. Yeah. So, and then I listen to her podcast. She inspires me to start this podcast. And then, full circle moment, I get asked to moderate a panel with her because she has really bad crowd anxiety and she was like I would feel better if there was someone moderating it so they asked me if I would do it and I was like cool cool yeah no problem so yeah yeah, I'm totally fine I'm totally fine and then so I'm writing the interview questions and I was like first of all it's a tech and innovation festival which I know nothing about and then as I'm walking out on stage I realized like what am I doing here like what am I doing here but then I kept thinking no she needs me like I need to be there for her and then what does she end up talking about on stage imposter syndrome like someone like her still like struggles with it sometimes but I'm like we got there's got to be a way to get through or is it something that keeps us like on our toes and keeps us like with it I don't know like is it a coping mechanism is it a self-defense mechanism okay here's my thoughts on imposter syndrome because yes I for sure like I think we're humans that's like we feel that yeah and I think there's a label for it now so like we you know we hear it a lot more so here's like my take on it imposter syndrome is like what happens when we look around the landscape within our industry seeing our peers or seeing people who have what we want or you know who are maybe a couple years ahead of us and we look at them and we're like 
we will never amount to what they had. Like, we will never be good enough. We don't have the skills. It's just a lot of, um, it's, yeah, it's like a lack of self-worth is what I see it as. And it's, you know, perpetuated through social media because we see an amplification of like these glam lives but like we mentioned it's such a a fraction of what really goes on in someone's life right so we get caught up in looking externally around us and being like I will never be good enough because look at her look at her I don't have enough money to do that I don't have enough you know skills I don't have whatever whatever it could be what I believe how I believe we can overcome imposter syndrome is looking within our own gifts like looking within and being like, okay, well, I may not right now have that, but I have this, this, and this, and that will allow me to get here. And like, it, it's a phenomena of like that external, um, that desire for external validation, that des- that um, obsession with what's happening externally, instead of like going within and being like, I'm a fucking boss babe mm, mm. and I have what it takes like it's not, you know, I do have this education or I do have like, I may not have it all, but that doesn't say that I can't get there. And so again, a lot of the women I work with, like that comes up and I'm like, hold on, like we gotta then go inward and you gotta write down all of the things that you love about yourself. Cause it comes back to self-love. It comes back to like your self-worth and your believability in you. So yeah, maybe you don't have what that person has yet, but what did that person have to do to get there? Probably took a lot of resilience, a lot of faith, a lot of trust, and a lot of just like sticking with it. and we only see where people are at. We don't see their whole journey. Mm -hmm. So I always say like, we don't know what it took for them to get there. Like we can't look at someone's year five at our day one and be like, Oh, I will never get there. Woe is me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's really just like, yeah, that victim mindset versus that, um, yeah, shifting the mindset, like believing in you. And some people may never get there like that. And that's, you know, unfortunately, um, you know, a- another phenomena out there of people just never feeling that they'll amount to anything. But there are ways that you can overcome that. And if you really want something, you you can get there. It's just look at what you got. Like you know, look so at that's this. your homework. That's, that's yeah, that's your homework. Rachel has just given me all homework, including <laughs> myself. How many things should we write down that we love about ourselves? I mean, go as long as you can. But I think like start with three to five okay. like let's I not think three to five is like, like might be hard yeah you know? like, like it could yeah. so like yeah like yeah. I don't want you know I would I would ch- yeah challenge you to start with three to five and like if that feels like a stretch just do three every yeah. day three every day and then see if you can add one more and then add one more and I think it's the same thing with like a gratitude practice you can maybe only start with like three things that are good around you um because you don't because your mindset may not be attuned to looking at all the like abundance around you but as soon as you start to train it it's like a muscle so you start to get better at noticing like oh like that person saying hi to me or smiling at me like I'm grateful for that yeah (laughs) or you're I'm grateful for the person holding the door for me like you just start to become uh more aware of like sometimes it's the small things too like when I practice gratitude on my bike to work sometimes if I'm like just not even awake yet I'm like I'm grateful for my legs my yes. legs on this bike right now. Like, yes. these legs are working for me, and I'm able to yes. get from A to B really fast. Yeah, which totally. Is so great. Yeah. Grateful exactly. it's not raining. I can yeah. bike to work safely. Like, Amen. it doesn't have to be complicated, it doesn't have to be wildly abstract. It can be, sure. Yeah. But I think when you're starting to practice gratitude, and probably same thing with self love, like, keep it simple. So simple. And, like, exactly. Like, I remember I read this book, and that in the book, it's like talked about gratitude. And it was, 
for anyone who's probably like, what book? Manifest Your Destiny <laughs> by Wayne Dyer, which is like an OG book from like the 80s or 90s. Um, but he talked a lot about uh, how to manifest. It starts with gratitude. And he was like, be grateful for your eyes being able to open and your like li- the littlest things. I was like, yeah, okay, I got this. <laughs> like it was that, but that turned my mind to like, yeah. oh yeah. Right. And it doesn't always have to be like when you you know sign that big contract like those are big things like start small because those are easier to and they'll keep you they'll keep you going and they'll keep you around exactly um okay well we can probably chat forever yeah but it's um it's tgif my friends it's friday um so i mean i always end the podcast the same way i'm gonna put you on the spot first i always end with what does healthy as hot mean to you right this is you know what i didn't even think about this question and i asked i asked this question to everybody that i interview yes i answered in the yes okay so interesting because everyone gets right some people it's a word some people it's their their life motto some people it's a long winded kind of explanation of, of what it means right. to them and that's the beauty of it is like healthy is hot ha it's just the idea of like striving for health rather than a weight or a yeah, size or right. a number or this like idea and also just reminding ourselves that health is not just what you eat it's not yeah. just how you move right. it's also how your mind is it's are you healthy in your career in your relationships in your sex life in your identity right so no pressure, but what no does that, what does healthy is hot mean to you? Babe? Um, well, you know, since joining Healthy is Hot, it definitely has become a motto that I use all the time. I always tell people, listen to the podcast, you know, go on the website because the messaging is just absolutely incredible, and I just believe in it so much. So, for me, Healthy is Hot is really just what you said: is striving to be your best self whether that is in, you know, health and fitness or if that's just like waking up and being proud of yourself for, you know, not setting like three alarms for yourself <laughs> that day or like just going for a walk instead yeah. of having to go to the gym. Like it's just about really being yourself and being true to yourself, listening to your body and and listening to what you're thinking, I guess you could say, because you don't always listen to yourself. Sometimes you just beat yourself up over not, you know, doing stuff, you know, for example, like going to the gym, like, you know, I'm a very guilty of that of beating myself up but that's what healthy is hot is about it's not about going to the gym every day it's about striving to be your best and to remember that you're not always going to be perfect and that's okay because everybody in the world is like that you know it's just yeah it's something that I just I live by every day and mm. it just makes me happy to be <laughs> part of the community <laughs> it does it makes me so happy and yeah, like I said, I am Chloe's number one fan, <laughs> and um, I will always be. So, girl, I love you. Like that's that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, Aww. yeah. I appreciate. Do you fan girls yes. over here? Oh my <laughs> gosh! Don't I cry! Love. Don't cry! <laughs> no, it's all happy. To, happy is not just like I mean, it means so much to me. H I H, and it also saved me. So I I get so emotional when. Other people connect to it, even if it's fleeting, even if it's one article that they read and hits, if it's one episode of the podcast that they hit, or if they check out everything, like, I don't care. As long as, like, at one point, they're reminded that, like, healthy is hot, healthy is beautiful, healthy is, like, what we should all be striving for. And, like, healthy doesn't mean perfect. Like, I'm fully skipping the gym today because I'm just too tired, and I'm going to go and make pizza and drink red wine. But that's okay. That's okay. That's That's hot, though. Yes. I mean, my my stretchy pants and I are going to have a really sexy date tonight. Um, 
Well, I appreciate you being here. I'm so glad. And basically, Nicole was like, we should do a podcast. And I was like, I want to do a podcast, but I want to feature your series and like feature oh, wow. someone. And then cool. who does she suggest but you? And now I'm obsessed. Thank you. So, Thank you. And this is only my second time actually like meeting you in person. Oh, and I on. feel like I know yeah. her like. Yeah. Like it's crazy. It's crazy. This is the second. Well, time. this is my first time, and I feel like and it's the I same know thing with you. Guys. It's the same thing. With <laughs> I mean, Rachel, I'm not always you know? wearing pleather pants, polka dot blouse, <laughs> no, and ten this. pounds of TV makeup. Usually, I'm wearing sweatpants, but <laughs> but it's the same thing with you. Like she asked me before we started recording. She's like, "Do you know Rachel?" I'm like, "Well, like I feel like I do. <laughs> I've never met her in person, <laughs> but like I know her. Like you know. Hopefully so I'm the same. Yes. 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 Yeah. Authenticity. Yeah. Yes." <laughs> Yes, and you are 100%. Okay, cool. So, perfect. Yes, yes. <laughs> no bullshit. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's your moment. It's my moment. Okay, so, well, I mean, I definitely agree with um, everything you said, and I think I'll just add to it. It's, like, just kind of just being unapologetic about it. Like, also just, like... I don't know. It kind of like the thing that came up is like, remember Paris Hilton? Like, that's hot. Like, that came up to me. And it was like, it's kind of like you're just like trending the health. Like, health. Like, you're trending like, you know what? Like, let's like let's be cool and go to a class together with friends and like go for a juice after. Or it's just like, yeah, prioritizing like staying in on a Friday night and instead of like going. At, like, I don't know. Like, to me, it's just like being unapologetic with what feels best for you um and then just like making it cool like it is cool and I think I struggled for a while because I used to be like a party girl I used to like go Mm. like yeah like I was like a sceney kind of girl for a while and like that's what I thrived on and uh now I'm like there's nothing cool about that to me like I want to go to a loud bar where we can't hear each (laughs) other and pay about $20 for a glass of wine and (laughs) stay out really late so I'm tired tomorrow my face is puffy because I probably ate junk food like oh no thank you like exactly so what I think it is it's like yeah healthy is cool and like healthy to me yeah like I'm going out for drinks I'm probably gonna have a couple of spicy margs Mm. and you know have whatever food but like that to me is like health and um it's about balancing and just feeling good about what you're doing and yeah like I think like my days when I used to go out and party like I wasn't doing it to feel good like I would feel like garbage and also like your soul is just drained from like those kinds of people so yeah it's just being unapologetic doing you and loving yourself and occasionally having right. a margarita yeah like yes. my whole thing is like i like to live a healthy life but i still love to let oh, me too and i still love my junk food but most of the time like i love to live by the 80 20 rule like most of the time i'm pretty pretty good to myself i love movement yeah. it's really right. important for my mental health but i also love like the occasional throwdown usually when i'm traveling in toronto i feel like i'm pretty i'm pretty like chill Same. but when i yeah. travel i like oh i'm it. like i'll have at like, least one night where i'm like whoa Oh, yeah, like, that came out. I'm like, did I just vomit? <laughs> like, shit. Oh, yeah. I've had, I know that, like, so yeah. well. It's like the first night excitement mm. at a new place. That's what, mm-hmm. like, when I'm traveling, it's always, like, the first night you're like, we're yeah. here. Oh, yeah. But if I'm in Toronto, I'm like, I'm in bed. In Toronto, I'm, I'm in Toronto, I'm, like, 85. Yeah, when I travel, sick. I'm, like, 22 and, yeah. like, so ready to party. <laughs> yeah. But I used to party a lot, too, but I feel like I did it because I thought it was cool. Yes, yeah, And then I would get too drunk all the time because I'm so anxious. Yeah. Right. And then I was like, why am I doing this? Yeah. Like, why am I doing it? And right. I'm like, okay, I need to really, like, scale back and figure out my why. Totally. Right. And yeah. my why, for the most part, is... So what actually changes on a daily basis? Changes. Yes. And that's a great thing. That. That's yes. a great yes. thing about life. Yeah. Um, holy, it's been 45 minutes. Okay. Wow. Oh, wow. Love you both. Um, let's aim for freedom. Yes. Can't wait to read your book one day. It's How I coming, get shit you know? done. I've you heard manifested it. Yeah. it so. 
It's amazing. Okay, thank you both. The first, thank you. my first threesome. You did it. This is my first threesome, and I felt so safe the whole time. Oh, good. Oh, you did it. Yeah. You were okay, so thank anxious. You. Thank you. Thank okay, you. Thank you. you. And just like that, another episode of the Healthiest Hot Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Chloe Wild. A huge thanks to Home, this really cool modern meditation space in Toronto, for hosting us and making us feel right at home today. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to subscribe so you never miss out on experience FOMO. Rate and leave us a comment, and also follow us on Instagram at Healthiest Hot. But most of all, remember, healthy is fucking beautiful. We'll see you next week.